Welcome to Cinema Bushido. This episode, we are talking about the 1996 The Long Kiss Goodnight, directed by Rennie Harlan and starring Gina Davis and Samuel L. Jackson. It's the classic tale of a amnesiatic woman who finds a questionable husband and lives in a weird part in Stephen King Stephen King's universe, somewhere in Maine, I think, where it snows all the time and it's always Christmas. And she hits a deer because the dude from Highlander, <laughs> the police chief from Highlander, is grabbing her boob and she gets back her memory and starts kicking ass. <laughs> so that's that's a pretty good rundown, I think. Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> um with me as always no, Lee didn't join us this time. Uh okay, let me just jump ahead. Uh Hey, Herskelis is back. How you doing, buddy? Hey, man. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. You suggested this one a while back when we were just talking about, like, assassin movies in general. And we both remembered, I don't know, this was like a Christmas movie. It was fun. Well, that's what I'm saying. You were naming credits, and you mentioned Christmas, and that speaks to the writer of this movie. This is a Shane Black joint. So if you mix Christmas and action movies, you you get, you know, that's Shane Black's territory. That's, you know, him all over. There it is. Well, uh, before we jump into the the awesomeness, uh, we my second guest uh, has joined us for Kung Fu Hustle already. But now we're back and we're doing it again. It's, uh, it's Jenna Rumberger. How's it going, Jenna? It's going very well. I'm very excited to yes. talk about this movie. Like it's an you, uh, Herskules, Jenna loves this movie. It's it's a I think it's a uh, an underserved '90s action classic. So I'm glad to get a chance to talk about it. Well, I'll start with Jenna because you're more or less the veteran, and I'll give her a chance to say her part first. But Jenna, what do you think of this movie? Like I said, you love it, but like, what do you really? What does it do to you? Well, there was there was a period of time, like ninety four to ninety six, that Gina Davis was in about five hundred different movies, and (laughs) and they were all a little bit different, but they all just made her very likable, no matter what she was doing. And this movie is like the epitome of that because she gets to be like. Technically two people, but it seems more like three or four different people. Well, yeah, like and... at the beginning of the movie, she's a regular Gina Davis character from like a, a like a like a normal Gina Davis movie, and then she turns into like s- s- atomic blonde. She's you know, yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, she gets to be Tank Girl, and she gets to be like poor quips with Michael Keaton, Gina Davis, all in one movie, and she's also quite badass. Like it's kind of like yeah i want to do that yeah so that was i enjoyed this movie a great deal so much so that i once watched it on my phone uh the one of those like bogarted ones where it's a little tiny window in a (laughs) in the phone screen so i liked this movie so much that i watched it when it was about a one by one inch picture playing screen and i'll tell you janet unfortunately made me watch uh gina davis movie speechless speechless you just brought that up at it was so bad, it killed my soul. And I didn't know. I, if you would have asked me before I'd seen that movie, is there, a, is there a Gina Davis movie you hate? I would have said, oh, no, they're all good. And what about Michael Keaton? I would have been, fuck yeah, he was bad, bad. It's awesome. And then I watched Speechless. Which <laughs> Have you seen that, Erskines? No, I can't say as I have. That one must have slid under my radar. Oh, God, it's like the weird garbage from that time. And it's... 
it's like a couple speech writers and they're on opposite sides. So it's the Republican and the Democrat. Oh, nice. And, oh, Rom-com? Rom-com? Total rom-com. Yeah, like oh, yeah. 90, that's good stuff. 90s. They bond in the back of a truck after running out of gas and the song plays that it's... It, they learn how to say "May I have a towel?" in in um, Spanish. It's... If only Charlie Baltimore would have shown up to slip this guy's throat. Jeez. Yes. <laughs> so that we need that crossover. Because yeah. <laughs> no, it reminded me. You know that movie? Is it called Midnight Run? Um, that has Charles, whatever his name is, and uh, Robert De Niro, right? Oh yeah, I, like, I have no idea. Oh god, yeah, you're not ringing any bells on. Do you mean Cannonball here. Run this, with Burt Reynolds? No, period of ninety. Now you're up my alley. Just garbage. <laughs> All right, well, it's on to you, buddy. Give us the goods. Oh man, I yeah, I, I can't say enough good things about Gina Davis. Right, The Fly. Mm. I'm a huge League of Their Own fan, so like that was a big yes. one for me. But this is right in that period. Like her and Rennie Harlan are married at this time, so they are working hard to make Gina Davis an action star. And I wish they, like, I wish it would have took, like, I don't know why America didn't accept Gina Davis as an action star because she's so good in this. And I mean, I get it. People weren't ready for a pirate movie, but Cutthroat Island has some great action sequences in it. Mm -hmm. So I kind of wish that like, she would have gotten at least one more chance. Um, But this movie is just really like, I have the same reaction to this movie that I think people have to the fast and the furious movies, even though I can't Mm. get into those. Like this is, pitch perfect on like the tone and like how silly it is but yet how overly violent it also is and i just yeah this is a great film well i'll just um quick quick like you know let me just say hey sorry the rock um sorry um pitch black guy i can't think of your name right now but it is all about family and it's about familia and it's about keeping family together and driving cars driving fast stealing money all that's in this movie. I mean, you got the little girl. You got maybe like the worst child actor in an action oh, movie. Oh god, she was in this. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's terrible. so bad. I, I hate to jump ahead, but there's a moment right at the end after the big explosion where like the flaming cars are raining down, and she says, "Don't hit right. the cars." Oh god, we and Samuel Jackson. Note. I swear, yes. he gives her a look like he is gonna open hand slap a little girl. He's like, "I know we went through all this to save you, but I'll hit you." <laughs> well, how about when she gets out of the stupid bin? She's like, "I hit my head." I'm like, "Oh fuck!" Like, really? Do you need kids, Charlie? Can we just move on? <laughs> All right. Well, I, uh, I'll i never forget this came out. I was a big fan of hers as well. Um, I probably had a different experience than you guys because I never really got into the fly. No offense. Um, so I was pretty much a Thelma and Louise, Beetlejuice, Gina Davis fan. So it came to this. It pushed all my buttons. It was right at the same time. You remember Sly and... Um, Sharon Stone doing the specialist. Yeah. It was all this. Yeah. yeah. Of course. I was just into those and the and assassins like we did. And, you know, just those things. I liked them. I liked watching people getting shot. And, you know, one thing, this movie, like for all of the, it doesn't do this. It doesn't do that. It, a lot of people get killed and a lot of people get shot in the face and stuff. <laughs> I like I noticed it. a lot of like innocent bystanders get shot in this movie. Right. This is like True. before the era of the PG-13 violence where you could just mow down a crowd of people. Yeah. But it, yeah, I love it. I love it. I think it has some, uh, watching it again. Now I've watched it two more times since. So I'd watched it when it came out and I loved it and it kept it in my memory is awesome. And then I watched it two more times. And it does have its couple slow points, 
but they're followed up with such good sequences. I I don't know. It, this is this is what it is. It's a product of the time, but it's beautiful and fun. And I don't know how. I, I know Lee was supposed to join us here, and he said he fell asleep twice watching this, and because he's just Mm-mm. you know he's immune Mm-mm. to that. He's a little boy. <laughs> no offense, Lee. Unacceptable. Yeah. Now he's uninvited. Yeah. Like, but yeah. We, now we change it. It's not that he couldn't make it. He's not allowed. No. <laughs> you know, it's kind of true. He called right before we got started, and I'm like, "We're already on the call. <laughs> Ignore. <laughs> yeah, you're not welcome." <laughs> you know that scene in uh, in Goonies <laughs> where the gross-faced guy that loves Baby Ruth is locked into a chamber. That's Lee right now. And Lee pretty much looks like that guy. So just say it. He should be chained to a chair. Baby Ruth! Baby Ruth! He's just in there reciting gun model numbers. Just Everyone knows. God, when Gina Davis popped up holding that forty-five, that wasn't a regular 9-11. Alright, well... You know, we don't do the play-by-play, but we can kind of talk through this. So, you know, it is kind of funny, the whole opening sequence with her being the housewife. And, and as Jana said, it's kind of, or maybe you said it. I don't know. It's the old, it's the old uh, Gina Davis. Like, right. That's who Gina Davis you expect to see in a movie at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even, I love the scene where she's like doing the fast chopping with the knife. They even kick in with like the real rom-com music and stuff. It's like a saxophone and you know, <laughs> it's all like light and chipper. And then she sticks that tomato to the wall or whatever. Oh lord. And that, yes. that's one of those, it's so contrived, right? No, I love that. Oh, oh you no, that's it. a great, yeah, that's a great moment. Oh no, I love the scene. I was all into those, it. Like, I was all I, inspired. I didn't believe in it. No husband would have just been like, oh my god. My wife can suddenly cut really fast, but also not accurately. And like this, they didn't even do a good job. Like I thought if she were going to do it, if I would have written this, it would have been like perfect cuts. And we would have zoomed in on the carrot, getting these like perfect quarter size slices. And, you know, it would have been, but instead she's like cutting the fuck out of it. Like I could do it. I could do exactly what she yeah. don't she's just massacring it, you know. Yeah. Although I do think the guy and the daughter both have an appropriate reaction when she throws it in the they they that's like the end of the fun part for them. They're like, Oh, okay. This is But we're still but we're still winking at the camera, right? Oh, that's what chefs do or whatever. <laughs> yes. But you no chef would ever like ruin that real wood um panel of the the cabinet. Right, like, you're not oh. you're not Casey Ryback from Under Siege. Just cut the fucking tomato already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if Jenna gets that one, but no, just picture That's a Steven, deep cut Seagal. Steven Seagal reference. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, everybody. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> oh, that was dark, buddy. Dark. All right. So anyway, we start out with her, and we're not even there yet. Like she's at the Christmas party. She's being a dick to the smoking kid. You know, it's different. It's she's being she's a mom. Quippy. She's quippy. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. quippy. She's, I love the bit where she's driving clever, the drunk things. guy home, and he does the hand motion for sex, and she's like, how often do we stick our fingers in, a, in our hands and pull them out again? As often as possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I was mentioned that in my synopsis, uh, that, and, I, no, it is, for sure, 100%. Um, I knew this when I watched it, the time I watched it, so we could do this episode, but when I skimmed through it, I'm like, wait, am I right? But I am right. That is the detective from Highlander who's, uh, you know, has kind of a thing with Brenda. And he's the one that's kind of feeling like shit the whole time because he can't catch Connor McLeod. 
Oh, right, right. And he's that, like, the bewildered cop, you know, like, what's yeah. his name from Terminator, kind of? <laughs> you got a bewildered cop in New York City. There's a point in in Highlander, there's this, like, black dude, he runs this food cart, and he's just, like, he's reading the newspaper, and he's like, the cops are, like, waiting for their hot dogs. He's like, what does incompetent mean? <laughs> he's like, what does baffled mean? It's just so funny. <laughs> Anyway, so he grabs her boob and causes this whole accident. Yeah, yeah, she, no doubt. Yeah, he, she, he, she, he, so he we, and we see the thing that happens, right? She breaks the neck of the deer, so which is know. the best. She's got the thing. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a badass move. Although it's equally badass is the way she walks through that snow in her bare feet. Oh God, <laughs> she's impervious to both heat and cold throughout the movie. Like, there's a scene where she grabs a flaming gun. She's running around in the snow with a tank top on. Like, I don't know what the hell that well, she has in her. that's just straight up action but... movie heroine stuff. I mean, if you don't strip down to your white tank top, are you even really an, a, a movie heroine? Like... Right. Oh, Jesus. I mean, think of, uh, think of uh, Die Hard, right? I mean, even with glass in your feet, you pull that's a couple right. slices that's out, right. but you're good. He follows the same tropes. Yeah. Right, which comes after the... I mean, he comes later, So, right? No. No, original Die Hard's way before this. It's like 88. How much further? This is 96. I guess Die Hard was around 96. Yeah, first Die Hard's like 88. Oh, God, it was is This is right... It's either right before or right after Die Hard with a Vengeance. Which um, this director does, right? Um, He does one of the Die Hards. Rennie Harlan did Die Hard 2. And then... uh, But then... Samuel Jackson does this and Die Hard with Vengeance like back to back. I don't remember which one which, came first, but we've talked about this a bit, and I love. I think Die Hard with Vengeance, yeah, Die Hard with Vengeance with Samuel Jackson because it was, it wasn't a Die Hard story. It was called like, it had a good name, and it was oh just yeah, that's indie- it was like Simon Says because that's yeah, how they, it. and that's right. all Die Hard scripts are all just reappropriated action movies that they had right. scripts lying around for. They're like, how do we put John McClane in this? Wait, dude, all scripts at this point. Well, that's right. yeah. All right. Well, anyway, I also like the introduction of Samuel Jackson, where he's pulling the scam with the bums, and his, yeah. yeah, that's good stuff. He's doing Inspector Gadget. <laughs> I can't. That actress, I feel like I recognize her every single time, but I can never figure out who the I hell feel like she, she actually like is. She was like a slutty Fran Drescher. That the voice. <laughs> she was a TV actress. I think her name's uh, Maria Canacaritas. Maybe uh, she had like Wait, a she had like a she legal the one that was show on Sports or... Night. No, it was like a judge show, or she was a judge or a lawyer. Maybe she was Judge Amy. That was might have been on, it. Uh, was she on... Oh, um... you're so good, Herskis. I, I had my internet movie database up, and her name is Melina Canacaredes. Uh-huh. What is she on? Uh-huh. To those... Oh, those CSI, speak, Jesus. speaks the Spanish. Yeah, CSI. And let me go back to the 90s. Uh, she hadn't done shit back... Oh, NYPBD Blue. Oh, bam, baby. Bam. Did you say that? I did. No, I said, I said some other. I said some other judge show, <laughs> Judge Amy, maybe or something. Yeah, I don't know. You know. The listeners will call you out. Absolutely, get at me on Twitter at Hershkeles. Correct me on Miss Canacaritas's career, please. Yeah, do it. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So I love the intro. Um, I don't know how much further we go into this, but until we start getting to, so as you all know, I don't. I don't know how many little things we want to throw in. Why don't we get our favorite scenes in right now, and then we could just kind of rail with it, because we don't want to spoil favorite scenes. So I'm going to get let Jana go first, because, Hercules, I know you're going to steal the good ones. So, Jana, <laughs> yes, take your I like first this. favorite scene. I like this. Well, my first favorite in terms of the 
the timeline of the movie or my first favorite no. total scene? No, all, all time. Oh, like, my total favorite scene is Die Screaming Motherfucker. Die Screaming Motherfucker, yeah. I mean, there's like a flaming man hanging from a string of Christmas tree lights. She sees that the douchey McDouchebag is coming in at her from a helicopter and she somehow quickly, when five seconds ago she was sure she was dead, she quickly grabs the string, like slices the string, flies upward, shoots the guy, and says that, and he lands on top of the thing just before it explodes. It's magnificent. Yeah, it's a seriously amazing action movie moment for her. I mean, it's so it's so clean. It it's somehow even though it's ridiculous, it seems completely believable. And then she slides back down, popping each of the Christmas lights on the way down. Oh, like they're so, actually designed for that. I was so excited that she grabbed the gun out of his belt of the flaming man. And you said it; she's impervious to fire and cold. Right, like and she just, registers the pain a little bit, but it never it doesn't like slow her down at all. It's like when uh, Con Air, when Nick Cage gets shot as he's walking towards yeah. that guy, he doesn't even break yeah. his stride. That's just like that cool of a moment. <laughs> Ah, damn it, Hercules. That's why I love you so much. That's a perfect reference. (laughs) Will you marry me? (laughs) Hell yeah. Is it legal in your state? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think so. I live in Portland. It is, it is. Oh, hell yeah. I think we can do whatever we want. I mean, I saw a guy the other day, and he had a wedding ring on his poodle, so. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing it. Okay, Hercules, you're right. What's your first favorite scene? Oh, man. You know... I'm going to say any of the scenes with Brian Cox in him. When he comes in, like from his introduction where he has the line where the dog's licking his ass, and he's like, I I surmise that whatever is there is either gone for good or there to stay. (laughs) (laughs) That whole, and then like when he picks up, like right after their like big action sequence and they do the thing where they shoot through the ice and fall into the ice and get out and he pulls up and saves them and they're all like there are people shooting he's like yes yes very exciting and tomorrow we go to the zoo (laughs) (laughs) i just love him he's so good um so like as far as that's just my favorite but then i think maybe the scene right before that that i was just talking about where they have the big shootout where she's supposed to have the meeting and she gets ambushed and then they yeah. run out the hallway and they dive out the window and shoot through the yes. ice and fall through the ice. That's it's like a really, a that was a big trailer moment I remember too. That was like yeah. one of those things that you saw in the trailer and was like, I gotta see this movie now. <laughs> oh dude, did you ever see, um, oh god, uh, hold on. Bear with me for a minute. It was an Albert Pune movie filmed in Hawaii. Um, and it had, uh, what is his name? The guy who wanted to be Jean-Claude. Um, anyway, there's a point that in this movie. You have seen it, I guarantee you. But a guy just starts shooting into the floor of a hotel in a circle with his machine gun until he cuts through the floor and falls to the floor below and the floor below and the floor below. It was just fucking dumb. <laughs> that was Olivier Gruner in Nemesis. Did you ever see that? No, I don't think so. Oh, fuck. It's beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> Anyway, check that out, guys. Everyone, check that out. Nemesis, Olivia Gruner, Albert Pune. Albert Pune was amazing. You know, he did the Mean Guns. Uh, he did weird shit. He was just like one of those weird... He was kind of like a Rennie Harlan almost, like a B-action right. movie director. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, he would just pick it up and be like, cool, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> All right. My first favorite, uh, although I love those two so much, 
Um, my first favorite, actually, yeah, yeah, it's easy. It's the first home invasion. What I love about it is, you know, it's it was pretty much home invasion to begin with. So she wasn't all strong and instantly have her skills back. She's kind of like, she throws a pie in the face of a guy. Just stupid shit. That glass but, pie pan, though. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a part, and you guys know, it was so good. It's when she, first off, kind of like, like does this like thrusty right thing to kind of like she doesn't snap his neck yet but she like fucks him up so he's unconscious and then she just grabs at his head and she breaks his neck and her husband this dorky fucking loser she's kind of looking on like who is this woman but yeah she actually like i love whoever wrote that she takes a little bit what's on her fingers (laughs) and she tastes it and i'm like oh shit and she does the callback too she yeah. hits him with the callback. She's like, chefs do that. She hits him up with that right. callback. Yeah. Which I, I think, okay. Let me no, just you missed a couple right of things, though, from that scene. I love the way the guy comes up from the carolers. Like, the carolers are standing there singing. Oh, you God, think that was normal. the best. And then you can see They're the guy looks scared, like looks shit. on their faces and shit. And then mm-hmm. he shoots, like, a grenade because it blows a giant fucking hole in the wall. And then she tosses her daughter out of the yes! hole in the wall across awesome. into the treehouse. That shit is the best. That's when, like, the tone for the movie is set right there. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> and the throwback. I mean, tell me you didn't want that at the end when she kills the cricket. Yeah. I wanted it. I'm like, wait, what? Just grinning now? <laughs> no. She didn't need to say chefs do that again. We I get needed it. it. You wanted like, that one more callback at the end. I, I don't did. know. I think "Die Screaming Motherfucker" is a better line. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, and I'm sure actually somebody must have brought it up in the writers' room. They were like, "No, we just did Die Screaming Motherfucker." Okay. <laughs> we can't top that. Yeah. Like, okay, so we're really gonna bring it back to the chef thing again. I um, think that they thought that the wow moment was when, like, what's Samuel L. Jackson's character Mitch? Mitch. When Mitch was on Larry King. Yeah, I think he's. I feel like they thought that that was the wow at the end was. That dude on Larry King. I mean, that's a good... He tells a good neck. joke. I like his joke on no, Larry King. Good. That's a good yeah. one. I think that was like the wow ending, which is kind of funny because yeah. it was... Yeah. All right. Well, um, cool. So Mitch that was, Hennessy. That was my favorite. That's a name. Anybody for so Mitch, cool? he knows just what to do because he's a bad motherfucker. <laughs> I Mitch. love that. He Mitch, sings everything Mitch. he's doing so he can remember oh, yeah. it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Yes. Oh, Jenna, back to you. Your Ooh. second favorite scene. My next favorite scene. Well, that would be in the, I don't know what it was, a sawmill? The, the yeah. mill with the water. She's been tied. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that is. It's not a sawmill, but yeah. like, why does this guy have this under this water energy creation? Well, you know, it's a thing. mill. Maybe he's grinding, you know, maybe he's making his own wheat or something. Grinding there his own flour. He's grinding up so, his own flour. So, guy that makes his own wheat ties her to the mill, wearing a, a negligee, which, why the hell would she be wearing a negligee under her outfit with the questionable quilted hat? But well, didn't we already discuss, like, why does she have any of the clothes that she has? They're so like, bad. Okay, so. They're so bad. Like, it's so 90s. What is this? But anyway, they tie her to it, they dip her under, they dip her under, and she's just like, what do I do? She's still in denial that she's this, like, secret agent assassin. 
And then there's this moment underwater. She pulls the gun from that other guy's pants, which is super awesome. Yeah. And then. What's his name? Brian Cox. Yeah. That's yeah. a good setup because wait, they wait, talk wait, about, wait, like, they set saying? that up properly too, where he's like, how many guns do you have? And he talks about how men are often afraid to pat down another man's groins. We always keeps one down yeah. by his dick. Yes. So she knows to go she for remembers. the one down his pants. Like, wait, that's wait, good wait, writing. That's tight writing. Hers, yeah. Whose pants? Down she Brian Cox's pants. Cox. So you're saying he pulled it. From, she pulled it from the cocks. Yeah, it was right down the cocks cocks. <laughs> of Brian's, Brian Cox's cocks. That's terrible. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yes. So. I needed that. He pulls her up, he puts her back down. He pulls her up, he puts her back down. And then it's the final one. She's down there. And then up she comes and just shoots the shit out of him. It's amazing. Yeah, she, she, does, a, she does a good, like, crazy yell there, too, as she's shooting him. She really lets him Oh, yeah. It. And they do this slow-mo of her in profile and her arms perfectly straight. Like, she, like they want to make sure that everyone knows that she's got good form as she's destroying oh him. With the- well, she's in crazy good shape in this, too. Like, she's oh, all it's ripped true. up. You know how many times in this movie I yelled, There can be only one. <laughs> Sorry. Just so, and then she like goes to town and kills everyone else in the house, which is also yeah. enjoyable. Oh, I like that she like couldn't find the secret button to open the place. It was like a roots moment where our hero, uh, Mitch, Mitch is like locked in the basement. So it looked like his torture was quite a bit more painful than her. Like huh? she, he was naked, mm. bloody, lying in a pit. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah, take the cold water right. bad. Listen, Thanks. <laughs> it's a brother. We can't just, like, drown him. We need to, like, whip him and put him in the fucking basement and hurt him. It was the mid-90s. Yeah. It was the mid-90s. People were assholes. Well, I will say that throughout this movie, uh, Samuel Jackson does get to, like, John McClane levels of fucked up. He gets beat up pretty bad in oh. this one. To where he, too, oh. thinks they think he's dead at one point. <laughs> at the end, he's basically got a beard of blood. Yeah. It's so wrong. <laughs> All That's right. when he gives I'm, the little girl that that I'm gonna hit you look. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, on to you. Give me your next favorite scene because you guys are already like scraping at my favorite scene. Oh, no. we're chewing. We're chewing. Leave it alone. Oh. I got this st- one. Oh. <laughs> unless you're stealing it, leave it alone. No, I, I think I got. I like when she has to go back for some reason after she's fully Charlie Baltimore. Now she's got the blonde hair and everything. She has to go get the key. She realized she has to go get the key. She runs into the little kid that she threatened earlier oh, and actually makes him boy. piss his pants, which I think is pretty great. It was great. <laughs> but then it's the the ice skating across the pond. She sees the truck with her little girl in it. The the As the crow flies, the fastest way to get to it is across this pond. Instantly, she's in perfectly laced up skates, which if you've ever <laughs> laced up ice skates, took her no less than seven minutes to do. And then she is like skating across and on skates, she hits them from like, I don't know, what is the, what are those shots? How far away is she? She nails like oh, everybody God. in the van. 150 yards, yeah. But actually they still get away with the little girl. She hits the driver though or something, but they still end up getting away with the little girl. But her on ice skates, skating towards shooting, it, that's, that, that's my favorite, my next favorite moment. It's so good. Yeah. All right, well, I'll take the one because I have it. Actually, I have another one, but I'll take the one because. Maybe I won't. No, I'll take the one I have. The other one. The alley scene. I love the alley scene so mm. much. It's just like classic, the trap. right? Yeah. 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 So, you know, the dude's like, hey, get into the alley. I've got a gun. She's like, really? Fuck. Like, could you come back at midnight? And they go in the alley. And then, of course, uh, Mitch comes to save her. She's like, really? 
He's like, you didn't think I could take this guy myself? And he's like, it was actually a really good setup. And the setup was meant for us to not follow it. Because the guy's like, look, I still got this really big gun. And then, you know, Mitch is like, I've got a bigger gun. Like, really? <laughs> What's he saying? Something like, this ain't no ham on rye. <laughs> yes! It's like a perfect Sam Jackson line. And then that it, took, it took him line. so long to get there because he it was is. coming up with the line. <laughs> but it's excellent. so perfect, yeah. So then, of course, she uses a man as a as a shield and murders the fuck out of both the other guys that show up after the guy she killed. And that's the kind of gratuitous action that makes me happy as a person. Yeah. Mm. Well, it also has that moment when Samuel L. is like, I took lessons. That was the best. Oh, that was actually the best. She's like, are you really just this stupid or did you take lessons? And he's like, I took lessons. Like immediately. <laughs> immediately. I took lessons. Yeah, yeah. the dialogue, ex- exactly. The dialogue in this movie is very Shane Black, like real snappy. Uh, yeah. We didn't even talk about when they're first, like the first time Mitch and her on the road together and they're kind of having a conversation and then he stops to like leer at a woman running and they have a great little back and forth there. She's like, I can't believe it. It's so exciting. You saw her tits. (laughs) (laughs) It was really good. I was only going to stop you to be like, um, yeah, go ahead and say it. (laughs) Yeah, she's black. God, amazing. I wish he'd written out some of the aesthetic decisions he made, like the questionable makeover and the rolling the shot over the face thing when she was trying to establish. Oh, I love that rolling the shot move where she drinks it and then drops it off the other side. I love that move. Oh, you do? Oh, I think it's so weird and like it's like I said, it's like one of those little niche like weird spy things that she does i, I cringe so hard but you know also oh yeah it's like, like over the top trying too hard but i think that's kind of part of what i like about it like okay for sure because you know by the way back then this was 96 i wasn't all that old and i hadn't had a lot of shots and i may have thought that's what cool people do when they have shots yeah so oh. next time i go I'm at the club. I'm like, give me some, give me a shot, and I'm just like, roll it to my mouth. And then the That's how cool people spill ground. booze down their shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Is it back to me? No, it is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, it's back it's to you. It's up to you. It's back to me. Yes. Yeah, I think oh, so. No, wait. You just okay. did. No, wait. No, wait. You just no. did it. I just did. You it. just did it. I did. Oh. So we have three favorite scenes. No, we're on to you. We're just going to name every head. scene in the movie now. Oh we're my just, god. Okay. We're just talking about the scenes. I love it. of a Bushido. Like, right. uh, sometimes we do play-by-play, but in movies like this, we just do... That's easy-peasy. All What's right. My next part? one is the uh, the freezer. The yeah. freezer. She's yeah. got her daughter. She, of course, recognizes that the doll has somehow filled with the gasoline that was <laughs> everywhere earlier in the room that they were in. And then she realizes she can, from the freezer, smack a hole that goes under the door that will then roll towards the cans of gasoline. And she's got a whole plan immediately. And then, of course, her daughter has matches to light the candle. Yeah, in that's the a good tension moment where she can't It was great because she's like, she gave up on herself, right? Yeah. Yeah. She she's hitting the ground. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. She's so right. sad. She's so sad. She, she feels so demoralized. And she's like, I can save you, mommy. And then it, like, blows up the building somehow in a straight line upward 
Right. So, so then hard then that it shoots in exactly. order to get out the, the window top. and through the sign of the through hotel. The yeah. Yeah. yeah, then it gets exactly to the top what and the then it goes out. did when they blew up the Twin Towers. They somehow blew it straight <laughs> up through. Or something close to that. Terrible, I terrible. I, he just sorry, went to Fox 11. News told me. 211. <laughs> Fox News told me that if you blow up the Twin Towers purposely because you're the government. You blew it straight up. I'm going to enjoy when you edit this. <laughs> it's all staying in. But seriously, like, why would it explode straight upward and then out the minute it gets I to hear. Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah, it's not a volcano. It's a fucking explosion. And by the way, it's not, he gets blown out word. and he's about to get shot, which that's, I guess, the worst thing. Instead, he gets blown out by an explosion. Oh, by the way, I'd like to also say, as far as explosions in this movie, when they're jumping out onto the ice... There's a part where um, Mitch looks back and sees the fire coming towards it. That's, that's from a single grenade. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that's giant like wall of fire comes from a single grenade. Because <laughs> we know grenades have, I guess, 40 pounds of napalm in them. Or right, and, and blow and again, like, a column of fire shoots out of that window behind them. <laughs> He's looking behind him like, it's coming at us, Run! She's shooting the glass, and then she shoots the ice. It was beautiful. All right. Anyway, yeah. Through the sign, hits a tree, lands, throws a knife in a man's throat. I and, he, the... and he had a perfect trajectory. He flew straight out of the window backward. Oh, yeah. like, I want through like, the sign, yeah. Like universal force. Whatever Shane it. Black's taking, I want some. It's so good. <laughs> like everyone else is doing meth and heroin and cocaine. Shane's on... Something special. <laughs> I questioned none of it the first time yeah. I watched it. Not me either, actually. I just enjoyed it. Yeah. Which I guess is the goal. All right. Well, here's you're up. Ooh, and uh, mm. I I like the I really like the introduction this is our final. of our okay. uh, of our shitty villain. Uh, yeah. The guy, he's not much of an, like, actually, if you look at, like, what they give him as a character in the movie, there's not much to him, but it's all in his performance. He's so slimy and, like, such a dick, and I love the whole thing when, like, he finds out that Charlie Baltimore's back and that she's, like, reactivated or whatever, and he's, like, right. killing mm-hmm. that guy, and he tells him to continue dying. <laughs> like, yeah. I thought, that's, yes. That really, like, established his character. Like, we're, we know exactly where we stand with this guy. And is it not also inferred like she tells him that that's his daughter right. and they do they no, did, that does. little girl did kind of have his same sleepy eyes and she's mm-hmm. like look at the eyes no there's a point where not he was gonna kill the fuck out of her anyway he didn't care. i wanted the little girl to die <laughs> yeah, too because i'm just like you have a bad dad oh. <laughs> okay i kind of okay. wanted that girl a little you know i mean not that it, the sequel. I, I, you know that, that that was a terrible little girl at performance I'm, Oh god, she was just such a bad actress. But it doesn't matter. I didn't actually want her to die. I'm just the sequel. Yeah. She'll like have his spirit inside her, and she'll they they kind of they kind of set up for the sequel. You know, it's like her them out on the farm, but she's still got all her skills. So like at any time, you mm-hmm. get called up into action. You know, it's true. If she you turns down the president, but if they, I bet if they ask her to join the Expendables, you know, right? Yeah, we need that. You know, people are doing stupid shit like Ocean's Eight gives a shit what if we really did a, a thing like the expendables with badass women you know there oh, are like so Sarah many Con- like you have, yeah you, have, you put in linda hamilton you put in uh, sigourney Ooh, weaver fuck yeah, yeah. I'm, in. 
I'm like, into it. I, I would TV? watch the shit out of that. Oh, Charlie Theron, uh, you know, oh. who's a, who else does action? Emily Blunt. I get them all oh, in there. God, Sandra oh Bullock God. does action. Sure, Sandy B does this. action. I'm into that. She was in Demolition I, Man, so I yeah. love her cred Blunt is good with so me. Much. <laughs> we just talked about that today on Twitter. Um, I won't watch the new Sicario because the only reason I watched the first one was Emily Blunt was in it, and I love her. I love the I first Sicario, and it wasn't a movie I expected anything out of when I first saw it. And I think it's really great, but it's definitely not a movie that ever needed a sequel or should have got a sequel. Oh no, the first one was good. It had it had a balance of characters where I just can't. I don't know how. Well, first off, uh, Edge of Tomorrow doesn't need a sequel either. We can just be done with that shit. Right. You can just have one good movie. It's fine. <laughs> Guess what? There are millions of people with really good scripts. You don't have to try to make everything a thing. Okay. Are you ready for my final? Yeah. You already sure. know it because I hinted. Oh. And it's, oh my God, the best. She's like, help me, help me. Somebody help me. I have my little kid with me. And it's like, oh, it's yeah. not Charlie at all. Like Charlie would never say, I don't care. But then Samuel Jackson, who's dead. First off, she died earlier, too. So it doesn't matter. Death is not a thing in this movie. Right. Samuel Jackson, who's bled out because he got shot like five times. He just wakes up in the car. And he, he does look he like a even, zombie in that moment, yeah. though. Like, he doesn't he even opens have to his start eyes. it. Yeah. yeah, he's got the frozen guy next to him. He just hits the gas. Passed out. No, I was so mad. He should have killed the douchebag that was telling her that she should just die. But he somehow dives out of the way. Dies anyway as things come to pass. But I would have loved if the car just crushed him. Like, trauma style. And then right, just, just splatter him. Oh god, I would have, like... <laughs> I would have been... I would actually make everyone watch this movie. I'd be like, alright, no, no, just wait until we get to the last five minutes. Something everyone should happens. watch this movie anyway. Oh, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. true. Okay, so anyway. Buster, he's bleeding out still. And he... I'll... Spoilers, guys. He doesn't die. He's been shot so many times. He is blood. Like, he, all the blood that was in the human being that was Mitch has now gone out of Mitch. He has no more blood. There's a point where I'm like, oh, he's about to die. And he's like, I just can't drive anymore. Because he saves them, by the way. By yeah, the they get away. And say, but, like, yeah, that's... They get he to does Canada. Kinda... Oh, my God. Let me just give the whole scene. That explosion mine. on the bridge is pretty intense, though, when this they show the mine, actual right? bridge yeah. Yeah. Hey, don't up. try to steal it, you mother. <laughs> okay, so anyway, he comes, picks him up. A guy shoots the entire engine compartment of the car, but doesn't hit the engine, I guess, or any important parts with his machine gun from the uh, chopper. So eventually they get in the car and they're driving. The bridge blows up because there was a semi full of super explosives. And it's the best scene ever that he's driving. Little girls being a douche says, "Don't hit the cars that are falling." <laughs> They're like down falling like from the sky, and he's dodging them. They're on fire. He's near dead, and she has. The, and I'll tell you what—that is genuinely the most honest portrayal of having a child that's maybe never made it to screen. You know, when oh, she's God. like, like everything, the world around you is burning, and your no. kid would be like, "Watch right. out for that fire." Right. <laughs> she, needed to, she needed to say like. I need to pee. Yeah. When are we going to be get there? That's why I love the look he gives her so much. It's like, I'll just push you out of this fucking car. <laughs> it's actually one of the best, um, like, blow up, like, explosion scenes. I mean, I howled when I rewatched this earlier today. Because uh, the car is up on its, only its front wheels. And the whole back end is on fire. Yeah. As the explosion is pushing it on. God. Yeah. 
I was just like, yes! <laughs> yes! That was so cool. Nope, that, you, 100%. You, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you actually left it for me. You're both such sweeties. Thank no, you, I, got, I ha- got mine. Okay. I Thanks, got bro. Mine. They're good. You're welcome. For leaving me. My explosion <laughs> bridge pushed the car into the Canadian border. Yeah. Because that was the thing. Get to the border of Canada. Once we're in there, we're safe. Yeah, there's a lot of good, legitimate, like, real explosions in this movie. And man, do I miss them. Like... A CGI explosion just does not even hold a candle, you know, to to a legit explosion on film. God, if that... that, I don't know how they did it. That was fucking crazy good. And it just, like, the the bridge itself, they show it from the side and it's just nothing. Yeah, it just, like, is obliterated. It just, like, melts into the ocean. (laughs) Or whatever. It's a great lake, probably. Brian. (laughs) Right. What's your favorite? I'll ask you too, Janet. I don't know if you'll... Answer the way Brian will. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Brian, what's your favorite, like, action movie, like, practical effect moment? Mm. Uh, it's probably the beginning of Demolition Man. The first where they blow what? up. Where, that that first warehouse where he has his first encounter with Simon Phoenix. And then all the places filled with C4. And even though that's not how C4 works, it blows up. And it's like a legitimate explosion. They blow up a whole building. But I, that's just a... It's so good. There's a lot of good stuff in that movie, but... I love that. It's, well, the, the seashells. One. Yeah, three seashells. <laughs> all right, Janet. Oh, I'm still thinking. This is very difficult. Because there are so many... I don't know. The first thing I thought of was... Um, um, the movie with Gurf. With who? Not Gurf. Gr- uh, Groot. Oh! Wow. So we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy? Is that really an action movie? No, it's really an action movie, but it doesn't have any practical effects. Yeah, everything's Oh, it doesn't, because it's all digital. Yeah, you gotta go way back. Well, not even way back, because, like, anything from Mad Max Fury Road is almost... You got a lot of really legit practical effects there. True. Okay. So... Think about it, and I'm yes, gonna get I'm gonna think about it, and then we'll be prepared for the top six. I'm, I don't know. I'm thinking about Neverending Story. <laughs> Neverending Story. It's not an action movie, but they do this thing with the the effects they have for the clouds are fucking amazing. They just have like this like rolling sort of oh well yeah, and I guess the explosion of the Death Star. Oh, from yeah, a New Hope. That's a solid. The explosion one. of the Death Star from A New Hope is like. You really see that explode. You like, went a lot really... of places, and I just want to go back to Never Any Story and that goddamn rock monster. He he chilled me. <laughs> Broke my he heart. Did. Broke he my did. Heart. I'm like, no! <laughs> it did. It Speaking of explosions, the, clouds, from the Star way that they Wars, created though, the clouds, it was yeah. so badass. I just re- yes. I was just rewatching. Uh, Return of the Jedi earlier with my son and the explosion of Jabba's pleasure barge or whatever, yeah. like as they're yes. going away. That's a really good model. Like you can tell by the way the flames are coming out of it, like the proportions are a little off and it's definitely a model. But then when it blows up and stuff, it's, that's just sweet. I love it. You know, like I like good model work too. I'm a big sucker for good model work. All right. Are you guys ready for your top nine challenge? I'm ready. I'm doing, I did nine by the way, because I thought that he was going to join us and, and we have two people on. Oh, actually, I said I would do it. I'll cut out a couple that aren't as good. So let me do that really quickly. I'll start. You. Go, I'll start out. Who's going to be the first person? 
Oh, I'll defer. I'll let I'll let Jana go oh, first. Okay. I guess it's me. Jana? Yes. Uh, I'm going to give you number one, and then I'm going to get rid of some shit. So, um, where did the kiss come from? Literally, the kiss. Oh. Like, what do you think might be the first time? Like, what is the kiss in A Long Kiss Goodnight? This, I'm doing questions about a kiss. And when was the first kiss? Oh, like, oh, okay, the actual I mean, it's something that we... Kiss. I think mm-hmm. it's just something that we actually do. We just naturally do. It's like smiling. They've like Ooh. done research okay. that internationally people do well, it. Let me ask you another question. Yeah, what country do you think, documentation-wise, was the first kiss recorded? That's a better way to ask. Oh, um, I would say somewhere in the Middle East, since most like origin story history originates from there and then is it might have been first documented in Greece because Greece recorded other people's histories because they've been passed down verbally for so long you are wrong (laughs) (laughs) Um, some anthropologists have suggested that the Greeks learned about erotic kissing from the Indians when Alexander the Mm. Great invaded India in 326 BC anyway they couldn't figure that shit out on their own I'm sure they were doing it. And we got these wet cool. holes on our faces. Let's press them together. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. All right. This one's for you. First, Gillies. What does the band name KISS stand for? Oh, Knights in Satan's Service. Okay. And actually, I'm taking that. So you get point one. Now, if you look it up, it's like rumors are it's this and that. But that's what we know as a people. It's yeah, nice. That's the that's the like accepted. Yeah. Uh, I'm not playing their stupid after the uh, ad hoc game where they're like, no, we never said that. They did say it, and they did it, and fuck them. <laughs> All right. Sorry for the interruption. Matthew made such a mess of the top six challenge that the end of it had to be removed for your sanity. Jana won before Matthew randomly started asking questions, eventually telling Herskules that he won, then announcing everyone had won. It was a shit show. My sincerest apologies to everyone involved. As you were. No, it isn't sexism. I mean... You're a man that wants to have sex with me, and I'm not against that. So. That's true. That's fair. <laughs> and Jana, We're going off the rails. If Jana saw you, she'd be like, wait, is he a bear or a man? <laughs> uh, why can't I be both? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Where do you live, Herskles? Uh I live in Ohio. Where in Ohio? Columbus. Ah, I've been there. Where are you going in Ohio in September? Cleveland. Cleveland. I used to live up in northern Ohio uh, in Kent, you know, where they shoot students and that dumb Second Amendment girl is from. Yeah. (laughs) I do. My friend, um, my friend, sister is in town and she teaches at Kent State. And then we had a conversation about the Ohio State University. That's right. You have to put that V on the front. The V is mm. very important. I heard Cleveland has a steamer. I've heard Cleveland rocks. Steamer. <laughs> no. 
Wait, his case, do does it. Cleveland have a steamer? The Cleveland steamer? <laughs> yeah, it's called Lake Erie. It's <laughs> It's Whatever. a boat. Everyone knows it's a boat. Everyone knows it's a boat. The Cleveland steamer. Yeah, I didn't know. Alright. Well thank you, sir. Uh why don't we talk about your stuff? T V D bunker, do it. Oh yeah. Um I have a show. I do on youtube i haven't put out a new episode in a while but we have about 50 back episodes including a christmas episode we did about this very movie a long kiss goodnight so you can find that on the tough channel uh, on youtube or just search dvd bunker uh also it's in podcast form now and i've been releasing longer uncut versions uh you know they were about a half hour on youtube i got them they're more like an hour on the on the podcast so if podcasting is your thing you can find that on soundcloud or itunes or lots of other whatever you use you know if you're a um a non-apple person like me and you just have to get your podcast from some weird russian site that you just like download an app and hope it doesn't ruin your phone you can you you can find it on that too just search dvd bunker you'll find it yeah (laughs) and and then of course you can find me on twitter at herskillies um I didn't make a specialty DVD bunker uh, Twitter handle because I I shouldn't even really be trusted with the one Twitter, so I don't need a second one. <laughs> no, don't do it. And the hashtag's fine. Until next time, Herskillies, thanks. Oh, hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. Lovely to podcast with you, sir. Yes, uh, a pleasure. <laughs>